0: You ready? Ready, ready? Okay, I'm ready. The Jesse Blake sports, sports, report. Sports, report, sports Report. Really? Oh, wait, really? The Jesse Blake Sports Report. That's it? Don't forget, it's the Jesse Blake Sports Report with Jesse Blake. <laughs> you know, that's kind of redundant. Dude, is there a problem? No, no, it's fine. I, I just, you know, I thought maybe you guys would come up with something, you know, good. Man, I just read it. You know what? Doesn't matter to me. I get paid by the word. Let's do this. The Jesse Blake Sports Report with Jesse Blake, powered by Sports Interaction, Canada's sports book. Welcome back to another episode of the Jesse Blake Sports Report. I am Jesse Blake of the Jesse Blake Sports Report, uh, starring Jesse Blake. Uh, welcome, 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 welcome. Bear with me through this podcast. I'm trying something new today. I am unveiling a new series that I'm going to call One for One Trades. Obviously, we're starting today with the Toronto Maple Leafs. We're going to do one-for-one trades for the Leafs' top five forwards. As you can tell in the title of this show, uh, that is what we're doing today. One-for-one trades for the Leafs' top five forwards. The game is, let me explain to you the game before you start getting mad. The game is, you got player A. Let's find the perfect one-for-one hockey trade for that player A and then we got to find out who player b is. Who is that player that makes that perfect one for one hockey trade? So we got player a, we're just trying to find player b. They're perfect match around the NHL. Before I give you the criteria, like this is it's just a fun experiment, I think, to find out okay, who should we who's the comparable for this player? Like what sort of tier should they be in? Who around the league is a comparable to this player? I'm going to give you the criteria on how we're going to find the perfect one-for-one match. Age, position, salary. First three things. Pretty simple. Their 2022 counting stats. So goals, assists, points, the basic numbers. Projected. GSVA. So GSVA, if you're not familiar, uh, game score value added. That's Dom decision of the Athletics. Uh, one single metric for a player's production. Uh, we're going to use the projected 20, 21, 22 number that uh, was determined on their player cards. Uh, and then we're also going to do fit. So could the player A swap right in to player B's team and vice versa? Could player B swap right into player A's team and there would be a place in the lineup for them and the lineup would make sense. Things we are not taking into consideration. No trade clauses, no movement clauses, and most importantly, we are not considering whether in a million years this player should be traded. Whether or not this makes sense in reality for the team to dump this player, we are not considering that at all. What we are considering is hey let's file we have player a let's find the perfect match for player b all right that's it let me know in the comments on the youtube video if you're watching on youtube if uh if you like it and what group of players you want me to do next and if you're listening on your podcast app head over to our discord discord.gg sdpn you can find us there Hit up the channel there and leave some comments. Let me know what you want me to do next or if you enjoyed this or if you hated it. Let me know. And then uh, don't forget to like and subscribe to the video. Don't forget to rate this podcast on your favorite podcast app wherever you're listening. And let's get to it. First up, Mitchell Marner. Who is Mitchell Marner's perfect one-for-one trade? I'm going to bring up the numbers right now. We're going to do some digging. 25-year-old Mitch Marner, who has three years left on a $10.9 million contract, is the perfect match for Miko Rantanen, the right-winger, 25 years old, $9.2 million left on a three-year contract. If you look at their production numbers from last year, it's scary how one-for-one Miko Rantanen and Mitch Marner are. Marner, 72 games played, 35 goals, 62 assists, 97 points. Miko Rantanen, 75 games played, 36 goals, 56 assists, 92 points. They are three games off of each other, one goal off of each other, a handful of assists, and the points, five points off. They're gsva Dom's metric, five point two GSVA projected GSVA for Mitch Marner, and four point nine for Miko Rantanen. It's the perfect swap. If there was ever to be a deal made for the Toronto Maple Leafs to get rid of Mitch Marner, and they were looking to make a one-for-one hockey trade, the perfect match is Miko Rantanen and. When we go to our last category of fit, Mitch Marner would fit right in playing next to Nathan McKinnon. Like if, if they went, if they went Landeskog, uh, McKinnon, Marner, all of a sudden you have the best, you got the best line in the league if you don't have that already. Mitch Marner from Miko Rantanen. Do you think the fit is there on both teams? Avs fans, Are you upgrading if you're taking Mitch Marner and losing Miko Rantanen? Leafs fans, are you upgrading if you're taking Rantanen and losing Mitch Marner? Next up, Austin Matthews. In doing some research for this, I use things like... Um, I will. I'll go through like all the GSVA. I'll, I'll do the stats. And Cap Friendly also has a fun feature called Contract Comparables, where you can just plug in a contract and then you get a bunch of comparables, and that's an easy starting point. Like because salary, is something we got to consider here, and and like that's a Cap Friendly. It's such an amazing the little tools they have for every little facet of the game. That's a that was a good starting point for a lot of these players. And with Austin Matthews, there isn't. There isn't much to choose from. Austin Matthews' is at bat. We're talking about okay. Find a comparable for Hart Trophy winner, Rocket Richard winner, uh, largely considered top two best player in the league. Okay, who's the comparable? I'm sorry to do this, but if you were to do a one for one hockey trade for Austin Matthews, the list starts and ends with Connor McDavid. Connor McDavid. Uh, The one-for-one hockey trade for Austin Matthews, that is what it would be. Their production, so it's 73 games for Austin Matthews, 80 for Connor McDavid, 60 goals, Matthews, 44, McDavid, 46 assists, Austin Matthews, 79 assists, McDavid. That's 106 points to 123 points. The point production isn't the same on Matthews' end, but when you're weighting the goal production, that adds to the value there. And we see that in the GSVA numbers. So uh, the GSVA for Matthews is 6.7, and the GSVA for Connor McDavid is 5.9. So we're almost a full point up uh, that Matthews is than McDavid. So we're getting a little bit more production just because of the goals. But from an on-ice perspective, they're affecting the game in the same way in that they are game breakers, they are dynamic, in that the only way you can possibly swap anyone with any of these players in the league is with each other. They are the only match. It would be a line of Zach Hyman, Austin Matthews, and Evander Kane. I assume... It would be the Kane line, then Dreisaitl would be on line two, But you also have the situations where Dreisaitl would be with Matthews and would be playing on his line there with, I assume, Zach Hyman. And the reuniting of Matthews and Hyman, I think, is an underrated part of this one-for-one trade because they had such great chemistry. I know Bunting's been excellent, but having Hyman back there and then you're throwing Kane on the other wing instead of Marner, like... You're probably losing a half step on your winger production there. But let's not underrate Kane and how much of a force he can be on the ice. I think McDavid with Marner and Bunting is a more lethal line than McDavid with Hyman and Kane. I think the thumbs up, the points, the checkbox would go to the Leafs here if you are talking about who wins the trade. But the swap is fantastic. Fairly even. And even on the contracts, it's 11.6 for Austin Matthews, 12.5 for Connor McDavid. Where the Leafs are also winning on this one-for-one swap is there's two extra years that you get with the McDavid deal on that 12.5. But Austin Matthews is a year younger. So the, the Edmonton Oilers are getting that younger player. But... The list is very short on players you can trade for Austin Matthews. And I think it starts and it ends with Connor McDavid. We are moving first line left winger, William Nylander for first line left winger, Kyle Connor. Now this one, what struck me as, okay, initially I'm like, ah, it's not, it's not the same here, but the GSVA for William Nylander is two point seven. The GSVA for Kyle Connor is two point six, and then we look at the goals production. Willie scored thirty four goals. Kyle Connor scored forty seven goals. He was three off of fifty last season, but the GSVA is in favor of William Nylander. So I I think we found the perfect match just because the production maybe slightly off on the goal's front. They tied an assist by the way. They both had 46 assists. 26 years old William Nealander, 25 years old Kyle Connor. Kyle Connor is definitely going in the better situation. Uh in terms of fit though, like Kyle Connor would fit right into where Willie was playing. You know, and you're getting especially if it was Tavares Connor, like that's that's a that's a goal scorer that eases so much of off of Tavares. Like you might be extending Tavares is is little window as a center by matching him with someone like Kyle Connor, who's putting up forty seven goals as opposed to somebody with Willie, who's capping out at like thirty five ish. Well, we'll see if Willie continues to extend uh, his ability to score goals. But right now, you'd be you'd be upgrading in the goals department, but in overall production in terms of like, hey, how many areas of the ice is he covering? Is he is he a two way player? Willie's probably winning. <laughs> Everybody's going to be upset with me for calling Willie a two-way player. But he is. He is. I consider him to be. I will take all the heat for that uh, in terms of salary. $6.9 million on the contract. Two years left. $7.1 million on the contract for Connor, uh, Three years left. Age twenty six, age twenty five, call Connor. So the salaries were we're getting very close with these salaries. Um if you've noticed so far, we've been in the ballpark for each of these first three players. Whether you consider like the Connor line, whatever line Connor was playing as the first line, or if you consider the Shifley Ealers, Wheeler line, the first line, like semantics here. Semantics here, people. It's like the Leafs like well, they know we they got a first line, but the Tavares line is is just as dynamic, so it's. It, I guess he's not even the first line left winger. Willie's a second line left winger, and all is per, and in all intents and intents and purposes. But like nobody's saying that Bunting is a better winger than William Nylander. If it was set up like NHL 22, and you just had the higher highest overall playing the first line, it would be William Nylander on the first line. So when I say first line left winger, that's what I mean. Like, on the majority of teams, there's 32 NHL teams. If we go through 20 of them, if we go through 16 of them, does Willie and Kyle Connor slot in at that first line left wing? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Especially at their cap hits, especially at their production numbers, 47 goals, 80 points, uh, 93 points. Like, they are first line players, and I think they swap perfectly for each other. I'm going to tell you right now, this was the hardest one-for-one swap. What I might have done is I might have gone back and plugged in Anze Kopitar as player B in the John Tavares trade. Anze Kopitar makes a great case in his numbers, in his cap hit for being the perfect one-for-one for, one for John Tavares. If we look at Kopitar's numbers here, last year... 48 assists. John Tavares at 49. 67 points. Only 19 goals. But the cap hit is very similar. Cap friendly. is cap hit is $10 million with two years left. And John Tavares is at $11 million with three years left. But I went with. I feel like this is controversial because... I can make the case for Kopitar or this player. I went with Stephen Stamkos. Now, <laughs> bear with me here. Let's start with the ages. The ages 31, 32. Positions. Center, center, quote, center, center. I'll get back to that. The contract, the contracts is where I lose a little bit of my argument. The eleven million dollars for John Tavares, eight point five million dollars for Steven Stamkos. That deal is unbelievable. But is Steven Stamkos an eleven million dollar player? Yes, he is. Let's look at the numbers: twenty-seven goals for John Tavares, forty-nine assists. Steven Stamkos, forty-two goals, sixty-four assists. That's hundred and six points. They're GSVAS where my argument starts to go back up. 3.3 for John Tavares, 3.4 for Steven Stamkos. For me, at the end of the day, it came down to, do I want to stretch the GSVA and the production for Kopitar to get up to Tavares's skill? Or do I want to stretch... The contract and the production for Stamkos to come down to Tavares's skill, it was either going right there. It was it truly shows what an outlier the John Tavares deal and like what he is as a player and playing on the second line and all this stuff that it is in the NHL. Like I as the salary cap goes up when we get to the next next few years and salaries go up, it's not going to seem like so much of an outlier. But this season, it was truly. It was truly like in this unique space where this this player who's whose production, who's playing, this player who's playing these top line minutes who makes so much money and then is has this amount of production seventy six points you know there aren't a lot of comparables. So I brought down Stamkos in that I'm projecting him for the future to be more comparable, and I'm projecting John Tavares to come up a little, and they'll land somewhere in the, in the middle there. Should I have gone back and maybe made the case for Anze Kopitar? Maybe I should have done that. But I didn't. And now I'm sitting here telling you, John Tavares and Steven Stamkos are the perfect one for one. I couldn't... It was a matter of bringing Kopitar up to John Tavares' level or bringing Stamkos down to John Tavares' level because his contract is such a unicorn. And his production matching his contract, matching his age... It's such a unique unicorn in this league. And I think that's what's fun about this little experiment in that we're trying to find a comparable and it is so hard for this one particular player to find the exact same player in a very similar situation in terms of contract age and position and all that fun stuff. Lastly, we have Michael Bunting. Now I don't, I don't want to hear your arguments about, Oh, who are the Leafs' top five forwards? The top five forwards I went with were Marner, Matthews, Nylander, Tavares, and Bunting, because Bunting is solidified as one of their top five forwards. So, Bunting is age twenty-six, left wing, nine hundred and fifty grand, one year left. Production: seventy-nine games played, twenty-three goals, forty assists, sixty-three points. His counterpart. For the one-for-one one trade for Michael Bunting is Troy Terry. Troy Terry, 24 years old, right wing slash center. Probably going to play a little left wing. I don't know. Right wing, though. Uh, $1.4 million on the contract. One year left, but he's an RFA at the end of it. Production matches Bunting in some ways. Uh, 37 goals. 30 assists, 67 points. The point production is very close. The GSVA, we are at 1.2 points off, number of points off. Uh, 2.4 for Chor Terry, 3.6 for Michael Bunting. Now, Michael Bunting, as we found with John Tavares, is a unicorn. He is a 26-year-old making under a million dollars who put up 63 points. Troy Terry, I think, is the perfect match because we're finding somebody who's young who, if in a situation like Michael Bunting is, would put up really impressive number, that GSVA is going to skyrocket if he's on the Leafs. And Anaheim would get a player in Michael Bunting who's proven that he can hang with a first line and put up almost a point a game. You know, .75 points per game. One place we, we have a little issue is the position. Like, we're swapping wings here, and Troy Terry can play a little center. Bunting can't do that. Um, but I think that's that's okay because of how difficult it is to find a match for Michael Bunting. And the age. We're also dropping two years in age in Troy Terry, who's 24, and Michael Bunting is 26. The Leafs, I think, would be very happy because Michael Bunting's next contract is going to go to the moon. And same with Troy Terry's. They're going to land somewhere in a similar contract situation. Although, like I said before, Troy Terry is an RFA. But Michael Bunting is going to get a payday. Troy Terry, at the end of this, even as an RFA, is going to get a payday. And they're both looking for long-term deals. Similar age productions there. I think we found a fit. I think we found the perfect one for one. Let me know if you enjoyed this. If you absolutely hated every second of it, let me know as well. That is it for me today. That is it for the Jesse Blake Sports Report. Uh, I will be back at some point in August. I'm not sure when. I'm, I'm away the next couple of weeks, but there will be a podcast before before September. Take care. Thank you. Could have been anywhere in the world it shows me here listening to this or watching this right now, and I appreciate you. Good night from Toronto. And that is how it's done. The Jesse Blake Sports Report with Jesse Blake. Powered by Sports Interaction. Canada's Sportsbook. Jesse Blake, the guy that likes to hear his name twice in one sentence. Sure, I know him. No, he doesn't have an ego at all.